putting the fight in faster than light. Welcome to Cosmopunk. Engines of Hatred, a homebrew Starfinder story featuring the crew of the Leica 7. I am Pan, and I play Baphomet, Cobalt Android Mystic, and Captain Leica 7. If found, please return to Leica 7, care of Ryder Maxim. I'm RJ, I play V, uh, Vest Mechanic, and Fly Guy, their drone. Uh, V's the ship's original designer, slash mechanic, slash warranty, slash best with duct tape. I'm Cypher, and I play Ryder, a stealthy operative Yosaki Otter. I'm also the pilot of the Leica 7. I'm Ty, and I play Radar, a cyborg mechanic coyote and a bundle of nervous energy, also the weapons officer of the Leica 7. But for this campaign, I'll be the GM. Engines of Hatred takes place after an unrecorded story called Kronos, and after the previous episode, Hydrophobia. The mysterious organization, a race of beings capable of using inorganic matter to communicate across the stars, hired the crew after hijacking their trip to the sandy shores of Ukason Lapsi for a job that went south fast. But it looks like they aren't done with our heroes yet. Part 1. Warhead. The Leica is... Well, I'd say brown spanking you, it's not. We love the Leica, but at the end of the day, she's old and a bit clapped out. Yeah. Like all the best ships. However, she's just been refurbished and does require a test run. Now, you all know that a test run would need to be done to make sure you can still do all of your engine work and everything. However, it generally doesn't require all of the crew. So Radar, who knew the refits thing, would have said to you guys in advance, look, you know, just take it on a test flight. Don't go off on any wacky adventures without me or anything. I'm going to go and get us some stuff. Yay, sea trials. Mysteriously fading into the distance. <laughs> um, but there's that in real time directly in front of us. With the disappearing yes. noise. <laughs> 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 so, who's going? Um, Ryder's going. Let's go to space. He's definitely going. No, can hmm. we can we not go on a wacky adventure this time? See you, Charles. See you, Charles. See you, Charles. No, I'm still recovering from ice feet. I've got chill blains. See you, Charles. See you, Charles. See you, Charles. <sighs> okay, Can you well, guys swim as well, by the way? I'm an otter. No, that's a fair point. <laughs> that is a very fair point. Mm. V, to, can I you swim? water park, specifically. Uh, look how that worked out. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, I'll give you that one. I have no idea, but I can learn fast. I mean, you. I, I'd rather... Can we try and, can we try and put uh, V in the pool? It's going to be like a pool here, right? Um, There's a coolant pool, yes. Okay, we're not we're not going in the coolant pool. We're not going to put the coolant pool. Has anyone got any swimmies? I, I think we should get V some swimmies. Just V mm, depends. I mean, I guess V goes topless most of the time, so it doesn't need a doesn't need a bikini. So <laughs> yeah, V would probably just go clothesless. The only thing that we can find in in V size is like tiger tiger print, <laughs> like oh, tiny ones. <laughs> They're Absolutely like, not. They're like late 90s, like, swimming shorts, but they come down to, like, below your knee. No, enough of this tangent. So, so Baff, you're not going with them while they do the test? Oh, no, no, she is, yeah. She's, she's been oh, okay. Right. 
So let's uh, proceed with that then. If you leave Beth on her own devices, she will either kill someone or get lost. So she'll go with them. Yeah, I'm or happy both. for that to be this roleplay. In either order. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the roleplay I was going to write. I want to do this. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll just chuck all those notes out the window. And let's just do. <laughs> let's do the bath story. Um, right. Clearance is very promptly given because there isn't really any here. It's you take the ship out. No, you don't hit something. It's that kind of station. Oh. So, I'm That's just right. going to need a pilot roll to avoid the general detritus of the area. Uh, who's flying? Is it Ryder? I'm, I'm guessing it's Ryder. Yeah, I'll fly. Yeah, let's have a piloting roll then. Baff, are you captaining to assist them or anything? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, all right. The reason, two, reason the super comfy new chair with, like, strong seatbelts <laughs> that they fit in the engine room. You've got the crash cop. Yeah. <laughs> Every time we get the ship done up, like we all end up with like slightly more chairs. Yeah. But they also don't fit the scene at all. So like Beth's got like a kind of piratey uh, chair. V's got this. What's it called? A crash cot. Crash cot, but it's down in the engine room. Yeah. Okay. V learned from last time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah Hammer. Funnily enough, didn't work out for that time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah Ryder's going to climb into her um, her pilot seat. It's all going to sort of adjust into place to her height level. Which is not very, not very, <laughs> not, not very height. Right. So, piloting roll. Piloting roll. Okay. Yeah. Ryder's going to very gently take the ship out with a roll of nineteen plus fourteen. Fucking hell! That's thirty-three plus two from Bath captaining. Yep. Yep. Do a barrel roll. Thirty-five. There you go. You make it out like it's nothing. The rearview mirrors are working. It's all good. Mm. Okay. And you take the ship gently out. Now, you're only using your little RCS thrusters at the moment for manoeuvring. Yep. Uh, but once you're clear of the dock, you probably could give it a bit of juice if you wanted to test the system. Okay. Where is V at this point? I'm um, engine room. Um, but I can still hear you. Okay. Well, I'm going to go on the um, the comms unit for the ship <laughs> and say, um, Hey, V, you hanging on to something? Want to see what Laker can do now? Would Milady like full power? Yeah, let's do this. Open the taps. <laughs> I'm just gonna like fully release the engines. Wait, how far are we from I'm... the from the dock? You're about what? to be really far from the dock. Can I okay. have a Obje- please? Objects in rear view mirror no longer matter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna put the ship in Well 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 sorry, engineering roll from V, please. Oh. Eighteen plus 10, so 28. That's pretty good. So, you, you've got your new set of valves and, and pistons and levers and computers that exist in the engine room. And you go over there and you access into it. You get pa- go past your own personal overrides and everything and into the system and it's like brand new. The, the suite that you've got is actually pretty good. You basically open up all of the taps, which registers in the cockpit as 100% power to engines. Mm-hmm. And a go button. Hey, hmm. second step yeah. on the right, straight on to the morning. <laughs> Do you need another piloting roll? Uh, in the vastness of space where there is generally nothing, chances are you're still at something. So yeah, I'm going to need another piloting roll. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, we are going ludicrous speed, so you have it plaid, yes. Okay, sixteen plus fourteen, thirty, thirty, thirty-two. Yeah, thirty-two because of bath. So, the Leica does the whole camera dolly thing where it drops into false perspective and just <laughs> yeet disappears into hyperspace. <laughs>
it's going really well. Like, oddly well, this. Usually with a fresh engine installation, you'd put this thing in, and it would be a bit crotchety because it's in a new environment. You'd have to basically teach it to get along with the shit. With this, this feels right. And you, V, as an engineer, know that's a little bit suspicious. Could just be they did a really <laughs> good job. You've seen you the engineers on that space station who would have provided you with the necessary bits you needed to install the engine and would have assisted you, because you can't do it by yourself with things like 40 tons. On the other hand, if it ain't broke, leave it alone. Well, can you make a... Somebody... Somebody. Make a computer's roll, please. But only one person. Uh, I'm flying the oh, ship. so you do it, V. Yeah. Uh, well, it's a three, so... Oh. Uh, what's that? That's a total of 13. So, Lucky oh, 13 right. total. Okay. Well, your suspicions get the better of you, and you check the engine relay. And the, the computer program says that it's fine. But now that you're listening, that coolant pipe that burst when the ship crashed on Lysander is rattling again. That's got six layers of duct tape on it. <laughs> most of the ship supply of duct tape wrapped around it and some sniper tape and that really strange tape you found in Radar's room that you haven't told him about that you've stolen you can just hear Ryder giggling over the comms unit as she flies very very close to <laughs> asteroids and moons and swerves out of the way yeah, the ship is approaching what we call the, its dive speed which is where it will jump into hyperspace that rattle is coming from near the hyperdrive ah. the rattle's coming from where? The coolant pipe that runs past the hyperdrive. Now, can I have another gonna... engineering roll, please, V. Sorry, just quick. Okay. Uh, 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 it's 11 plus uh, engineering, which is still 10, so it's 21. Okay, 21. Bath. Hello. We're going to do the whole sanity thing like we did before, but I need you to roll a d20 and add your will to it. Okay. A will saving throw. Hmm. Uh, okay. 25. Okay, there's that sudden flash that you thought you'd left on Ukus on Lapsi, and it sits there and it claws at the back of your mind. Bath sits up immediately. You right there, Bath? Right, it sort of looks back over your shoulder. Yeah, no, I. It's fine. I, I, it's probably just. I'm getting used to a new seat. It's, uh,. It's comfy. She pats it and then, like, maybe, maybe stares out the window winsomely. Isn't it? Mm. That was close, almost blown to a sun. Oh, okay. That's her seatbelt up. Right, back in the engine room. Uh, okay, so I am going to run a check on the coolant pressure. Okay. Because just a pipe rattling on its own isn't that bad, but. Uh, it's 24 total, so 13 plus... Oh no, hold on, 23, sorry. That's fine. A, a readout is passive anyway, so it's basically just calling up the rest of the program. Um, right. So you're, you're on the machine, you realise that the new engine came with its own software for the computer, and that's what's been feeding you its information, but if you use your diagnostics that you have as a mechanic on you in your ready tool, that program is lying. You've been sold a dud engine with a dud program. Ah, uh, wait, who sold, who sold it to us? Who sold it to you? Um, <laughs> you're looking at the readout right now, and engine number four, the one that you've had to replace, mm. is 
basically having a tantrum, like, is the only way I can describe it. The engine housings themselves aren't in this particular room, they're through an access hatch in front of you, because bulkheads are a thing. You think you could get to it, it's certainly... It would be pointless to have them if they weren't Vesk-sized. Meh. Oh. So I'd probably just shut down that engine and just use the other eight, because... We can go back and piece up the person that sold it to us later. Yep. Alright, so can I have an engineering roll and a computer's roll? Is it like, is it, what? yeah, is it audibly going funny? Do we notice up here? No, that's just it. Yeah, I was going to say. Because it's coming through the dud program's outlets to the bridge readouts, everything looks fine to you. There's no emergency klaxon, there's no vibration, there doesn't seem to be anything wrong. You don't want to yeah. tell the person. Uh, I'm going to work out what this dud program is actually controlling first. If it's just that engine or whether it's looped into everything, and then I'm going to... So, a total of computers, so 18 for computers, and, oh, natural 20. So, 30 for engineering. Alright. So. You managed to get through the dud programs, tendrils, we'll call it. What's uh, and actually, tendrils? It's, I like the phrase. Um, it gets through to the actual meat of the matter, uh, at which point on the bridge, you get a warning light for engine number four. Oh, hello. Uh, V? Yeah, I see it. I hate to ruin everyone's fun, but it looks like this engine is... Do you want me to slam I the brakes on? We should probably slam the brakes on, that sounds like a good idea. Aye, aye. Find somewhere nice to park and then I'll sort it. Okay, I'll pull up in a nice empty portion space. And slow There's it. plenty of it. Yeah. Uh, Bath, can I have another wheel roll? Yep. Uh, that's 20. Wow. Uh, okay, this time... The flash is much more vivid, and you not only hear your name, but also the smell of sand and seawater that reminds you of somewhere. You could swear just for a moment that you're back on the beach at Ukason Lapsi. Yeah, she's going to sit up. Uh, she's going to look at. Um, she's going to look over at Ryder and go, uh, "Ryder, I don't want to alarm you, but hmm? I think we're being followed." Hey, what do you mean? Do you remember a little while ago we took that holiday? Like, you know, she just quotes holiday. Which fucking holiday? Mm. That's a good point. They all sound pretty bad. Um, <laughs> the one to Upsilon, La Up uh, Upsilon Lapsi, is that right? Oh, the beach place. Yeah, I remember that one. That wasn't great. Right. Um, do you remember that that fellow that was there? He he emanates a sort of a sort of psychic wave, if you will. Um, I'm picking up on it, and I'm pretty sure that we're being Psychically held? Uh, what? By Al, you mean? Yeah, Sand, sand Bastard, I think we called him. Sand Dickhead, yes. Yeah, um, right, that was it, yes. I mean, I, I, you know, I don't want to say the D word. How here? Well, hang on, can I can I reach out to this? Uh, reach back out Sorry, I'm still stuck on Sand Dickhead. Um, <laughs> 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 Certainly. Uh, so make, uh, what, sorry, what list of psychic powers do you have? Because I know you can communicate. I can communicate psychically, but I do have to form the psychic link. Okay. I, I don't think I did technically, but I guess I could probably like... I, I don't know, you guys basically just gave him a lot of hate. Yeah. Um, having said that, an emotional bond doesn't have to be a good bond, so yeah. you yeah, true. Yeah. Okay, so um, yeah, Baff reaches out. She reaches out okay. and she goes, um, you psychic who this? <laughs> <laughs> There's hmm, 
there's a sort of a, a ethereal shake in the, the universe of your mind, if you will. Um, basically, the tel- like that somebody's grabbed a telephone line and shook it. Oh. Then there's a flash of a room in your mind. And can you make a perception roll, please? Yep. Hello, Dice Tower. <laughs> uh, 18. Okay, you, you've only been in there once or twice, because it's not for a lady like you. But you're looking at the inside of Ryder's room. You can tell by all of the neon pink. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a momentary, a momentary shudder. She's like, that's fine, it's fine, each their own. Um, I guess in in her mind's eye, she'll like she's been in the in the room before in Ryder's room before. She'll you know project herself into her mind and then uh, look around. I guess you're in Ryder's room. It's odd. You can hear the engines powering down now in stereo because you're in two places at once, basically. Oh, okay. Senses from two separate input. It's all very disorientating. Yeah, she stops. She stops doing that because otherwise she's gonna give us a headache. But she does hop down off her chair and she um, says to Ryder and V actually over the comms. She goes, "I'm gonna go and check something out. Ryder, could you keep an eye on the ship? V, would you mind accompanying me?" Okay. Wait, what? I'm heading to Ryder's uh, room. Does it have to right now? I'm... No, I'm it, it's fine. I, I'm sure. I'm sure it's nothing. You know what? Can I take the? Uh, can I take the butler with me? The, the robot butler. Yeah, <laughs> he's got no weapons. <laughs> he doesn't need weapons. I just want him to come with me. Yeah, you don't yeah, want me to come with you, Bath. I can. You are piloting the ship. Oh, I guess if, if you can, I just want to show you after the. We stop now. Have we stopped? You have. Uh, you put the handbrake on. Okay. Oh, alright. Well then, <laughs> put the handbrake on, which Space is basically. Like, I, I imagine that just being like a piece of cargo rope around the um, throttle. <laughs> so yeah, I'll um, I'll come down. To yeah, you. come come along then. I'll come with you then. Why are we going to my room? Well, as as all down, like, have you changed anything in your room recently? Actually, when I was in my head, did the did it look like cleaned up? Because obviously it was still a bit in disarray. It's and been it had been a couple of days, and I'm pretty sure because it was Ryder's room and she's coherent now. Yes, the peace okay. garden would have been sorted. The peace lily's been trimmed. All of the body pillows have been suitably fluffed. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, so she, she walked down and she goes, there's, there's something, I think it might be in your room. I'd like you to come into your mind. Oh, what? If that sounds in it's my fine. room, I'm going to fucking deck him. No, I think I think the pieces are fine and your artwork is, is fine too. <laughs> oh, you let's just, know about this? Let's just check. <laughs> Let's just check this out, and um, yeah, she'll she'll hop down and uh, with Ryder head down towards Ryder's room, I guess. All right, you get to Ryder's room, and it looks normal. Certainly to you, Ryder, there doesn't seem to be anything out of place. It's just as you left it. You haven't opened the door yet, but the door's not hanging off its hinges, sparking. So no, I imagine, there's like, I imagine there's like a hot water bottle on the bed because um, you know, recovering from hypothermia, sort of thing. Are, are you are you opening the door? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You open the door. It slides open and the light's off. Which, you're pretty sure you turned it off. But for some reason, Baff wants to go into your room and that's suspicious and there's that little sort of nugget of paranoia that's steadily growing. Did I even know? And it's it's your room. Okay, uh, I'm going to flick the light on. You flick the light on. I'm not going to make you roll perceptions because this is your room. You're intensely familiar with it. Right. And at a cursory glance, everything seems normal. And then you look at the Peace Garden. It's not very big. 
that much sand gravel in it. Oh, it's sand. Oh, God. It's swirling and, and oscillating and, and, and jumping. I'm going to throw a bedsheet over it. <laughs> oh no, oh, you don't. Blanket over it. <laughs> well, yeah. oh my god, it was that a bravest warrior's reference? Yes, it yes. was. <laughs> <laughs> Put a tiny fence around it. <laughs> so, you throw a bedsheet over it and it lands over it, but as you do, the, the dust and the gravel is pouring down the side of the, the unit that it's on and heading for the door. Shut the door. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, shut, shut the door, shut the door. Okay, you, you shut the door. Baff, Baff, get your vacuum cleaner. Well, I don't have a <laughs> vacuum cleaner. That's what you, I keep a robot butler for. You cut off a good chunk of the gravel and the basically locking rider in the room. And the stuff in the room just hits the deck. Lost all animation. But the small, probably about your length of your forearm to your fingertip, that much sort of gravel squared, is sort of sliding slowly down towards the galley. Okay, let's let's chase it. Yep, chasing it. All right. As we as we're chasing it, we're just going stop, stop right there, you stand, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, as we're chasing it, we, we'll we'll get on comp. V, I think we've got another owl situation. Um, could you get up here? Is it? Are you? Are you told me that dilly fucking space dickhead is back on my ship. Yep, that dilly fucking. What does dilly mean? To to rider. What does dilly mean? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> rider is desperately trying to like work out where the vacuum cleaner is on the robot butler, like trying to open the hatch on the side. Please just like stomp back upstairs and it's like. Where, where, no, where the fuck is he? Okay, as V stomps up the stairs, literally this thing skitters over the top of them and down their back, heading for the kitchen. Ah. <laughs> Don't just stand there, get Sorry, it! V, grab it! What do you mean? <laughs> Alright. I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna let it get into the kitchen, I'm just gonna close the door behind it, I'm gonna seal both rider Could you and... just step out into the hallway, get a mouthful of sand, and go, yep, it's alright. Yep, <laughs> yep. <laughs> No, I'm just going to go into the kitchen, I'm going to slam the door behind, like, uh, V and Ryder to lock them out, and then I'm just going to breathe fire <coughs> on the sand. Wait, 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 so. Over, over, sort of around the hob bit, yes. But the kitchen also has like the dining table and things in it. And it's gas pipe pipes. pipes. <laughs> and gas pipes. I don't think it has gas pipes. I think it's all electric. Uh, sensing, sensing that V is about to do his breath weapon, uh, their breath weapon rather. Uh, Batman just slaps him. Yeah, that's no, why Batman slaps them for the hiccup instead. Mm -hmm. Right. So there's there's a lot happening here. So let's let's go. What happens? It skitters over V and make and makes a hard left into the kitchen. V wants to cut it off in the kitchen and makes a move for the kitchen door. So, I'm going to need... V's also inhaled. I'm going to need <laughs> reflex rolls from everyone. So roll a d20, please, and add your reflex. Why would you do a fire attack inside the ship in the kitchen? <laughs> it's fine. I got 19, but this is still our home. <laughs> I'll... We just got it fixed. Yeah, we... It's... The kitchen's got nothing important in it. 25. <laughs> Alright, uh... and V, what did you get? D20 plus reflex, please. 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 total. So, okay. So, you go to shut everybody out, and all you actually do is seal all three of you in the kitchen. Ryder right, pinches oh, up as he is inhaling and just pinches his lips shut and goes, Don't yeah. you dare! And literally, with a reflex of 25, Ryder can do that. Yeah. <laughs> Not on the ship. <laughs> so, the sand basically dips over the sort of. It's like a breakfast bar in the kitchen bits behind it, but it's all one room. 
and into what I can only describe as the ship's emergency rations, which is, because it was V who ordered it, about half a ton of mashed potato. Urge to burn <laughs> rising. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm going to slam a glass bowl over the top. There's a problem with that. There's rather a lot of mashed potato, and it... Yes, yeah, that's, that's more than I assume you just said. It's, it's in a big... It, well, it keeps. Uh, it's in a big tray, about... It's like a five-foot tray by three-foot. There's a lot of mash. Okay, all right. Um, well, I mean, that's... So, back with Ungus. Well, that's ruined now. I mean, it's got sand in it, for one thing. Oh, I was looking forward to eating that. It's... it's start the Get whole... the fuck out of my dinner. <laughs> <laughs> the man starts bubbling. Oh, right. like the garden did, and eventually it starts to form. And as it forms, it starts gasping. And a mouth oh. appears, and it forms a humanoid shape. Rudder's gonna draw her with sword. its hands on the thing, and it looks up. And in front of you is what I can only describe as mashed potato Al. That's the face me goes, Oh, it's you. Well, <sighs> you look better. Urge to burn rising. <laughs> well, you. Three are incredibly hard to track down. That's oh. the point. Maybe we don't want oh. to be tracked down. You ever think of that? Oh. I am still pissed at you. No, it's why you why, You're making why? me go to that for, for everything. You. You. Got it's true. Last time you really did give us a terrible, terrible job. This was. You got. What you... Okay, okay. So the last one, there was a little more there than we expected, but that's good because you managed to point us in the right direction of what was happening, and you were handsomely rewarded, I believe. 30,000 credits! Oh, yay, medal. joy, and only a lifetime of mental scarring. What a, no. med- what a pain. And you meddled with my drone. Only Little on Otter, and he reaches out and mashed potato packs the top. Don't of you mine. dare touch me, you <laughs> fucking <laughs> bitch. That slaps his hand away immediately. That has, has a dagger and cuts the hand off. It falls to the floor and remains immobile. It looks and goes, oh. Holds the stub pup and another hand, and a bit of gravel reforms in it. <laughs> Yeah. That's disgusting, and what do you want? It's foul, isn't it? it? No, currently I'm B2. B2? Wait, okay, you're not the same person we had last time? Uh, it's oh, complicated. Um, currently, I'm mashed potato, and a bit of gravel? Is this gravel? <sighs> yeah, it was. It's, yes. it's, not, it's not important. I, I needed to talk to you, and your, especially, my lady, your mental... Fortitude is incredibly strong. Fact we won't so, get you anywhere. Ow, me too. No, no, no. I'm trying, to explain, I'm trying to explain why I'm sat here made of tuber. I tried oh. to message you, but you don't seem to like outside sudden messages. No, I have myself on lockdown. I don't. Uh... Yes, I know that's very sensible. That's very sensible. Um, an open psychic mind is like a fortress with its gates unbarred and unguarded. After all, it's a great saying that. Anyway, quite, quite so. Right. So, I've got another job for you three. Pass. It's nothing like the first one. There's no hidden factor in this one. It's easy. And you, it's the kind of job you've done before. Nice and simple. Is it payment up front? Uh, half again, and half on delivery. Is it payment up front? <laughs> we don't <laughs> want the payment. We're fine for money. No, you'll do it for free? No, no, absolutely not. No, look, please, right, okay, so, let me t- at least tell you the job. Fine. Yeah, these, what, eyes, what, these eyes narrow even more. I can only maintain this starchy form for so long. <laughs> I need a package delivering. Right, go on. I need it to go... So, so hire a courier. Please, 
my lizardy friend, let me finish. Not your friend. You arrive and you get from <laughs> point A to point B without being detected. Why do you need us to do it? There are frankly no better smugglers in the galaxy. And that's not flattery. Bullshit, why really? I'd go to them. No, really, genuinely. Do you think I'd travel half across a galaxy and infest some fucking potatoes if this wasn't serious? That's exactly the sort of thing you do and you know it. You've met me once. <laughs> you do not know what I am capable of. You do strike me as a potato um, kind of guy. I, I, do, do you think so, Ryder? Like potatoes? I'm, I'm seeing it. Definitely. Yes, potatoes. I'm sure it's all in the eyes. So, mm. let's... What's in the box, Spud, you like? The, <laughs> hmm, the package is not oh, in my possession. I, I can tell you, but you take a hit in the pay. What? I will pay you more for your plausible deniability. Why is that your concern? It's our it's concern not when they have plausible deniability. It's the organization's concern. I'm here as, on behalf of them again. Well, who's gonna be who's gonna be damn fool enough to take a picture? We have no idea what it is inside. Some very, 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 very rich, very, very, very good smugglers. Well, let's get them first. The package is a fucking explosive or something. Hold on, hold on, hold on. There are there are three things we need to work out. Number one, we no longer have an engine because we were sold a lemon, so we need to replace that. No, 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 no. I know what that was. So, the hyperdrive contains the the granules of um that mineral I keep forgetting the name of uh, and to, to get in initially I think that's what I tried to inhabit but oh so you were messing up our ship not not intentionally oh <laughs> why didn't you say so let's throw him overboard what yeah it's chuck him yeah, over here yeah. come up here you ruin place. our ship and then you try and ask us for favours no Wait, how no, much money are we talking so what was it it was 30,000 last time that's right uh, give me a second and basically he goes vacant doesn't move. Just literally doesn't move for like 20 seconds. Batman slaps V's hand as they try to reach to eat some potato. It's got gravel in it, it's been ruined. Just very slowly pouring gravy over it. <laughs> Three, 300 euros of potato in the ruin. Right, I'm so sorry. Right, yes. Uh, another 30,000, and I've managed to wrangle it so that. The organization that I'm a part of can owe you something very powerful. Well, that's yeah. meaningless. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> the organization would owe you a favor. Would you excuse us for a moment, Al? Of, oh, certainly. I'll, um, be here. Guys, would you just huddle over here for a second? In fact, you know, not even that. Um, she, um, she's team, just like, team calm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, team, um, team psychic, if you want. Yeah, we uh, yeah we we just all look at each other and like talk psychically. No, 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 that's that's fine. However, let me roll something. Oh dear. Right, mm -hmm. you basically power up your psychic thing, which takes like half a second. Mm. But before you can say anything, Al's voice cuts through and says, "I can I can still hear you in here. You probably want." Do you mind, Al? Get <laughs> we all, we we go out the door and shut the yeah, door. Yeah, go out, go out, go out the door. I'll um. I'll be here in my pan. Have <laughs> I mentioned that I greatly dislike Don't Al. get too stodgy in there. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm not look. trusting him to bring anything on this okay, ship. So are, we, are we now out of earshot of Potato Al? Yes, you are. Oh, yeah, There's no way he can get out of the kitchen. You close the kitchen door, you're outside.
Okay, what's the plan? What's going on? This seems like another... This is another one of his stupid adventures. It's going to be something that explodes when it comes into contact with air or potatoes. It's not going to be good, is it? If, like, a psychic organization needs us to transport a box somewhere, it's not going to be a teddy bear or something. Yeah, I don't care what his flattery says. He, he chooses us because we're expendable. Baff looks up and, she, and she's going to speak up and say, says, um, I would actually like to know more about the organization. There aren't many that can get through my psychic fields, and... I'd rather have them on side than not. A favor from someone that powerful could be useful. You know, I don't claim to know how any of your psychic or magic works, Baff, but if you're worried about somebody being able to break through it, then that's a concern for me as well. Yeah, me. I Question think we should at least is, find out what they're up to. Can we even trust a favor from them at this point? Well, we can trust them to pay, and now, if he's anything like that Logos that we, have, that we fought before, he would be powerful enough to make us do things, or at least make most of us do things. I get the impression he's asking us to do a favor, but he could easily just, yeah, make us do it. I'd rather not get on their bad side. I don't like them, but I'd rather they at least be out of our way <laughs> than following us around that much. Also, we, I don't want to put this too badly, right, but we do need money again. This stuff wasn't cheap. We do need to replace that engine. I mean, my yeah. chair alone was about 15 years. <laughs> it's just It's just so nice of the saleswoman who had such great hair. I couldn't pay attention properly. Why do we give you the ship's credit card? <laughs> I mean, I am the captain. It's kind of... Look, it doesn't matter. The point is we need some money. I told you giving her that card was a terrible idea, V. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll do, we'll do this. We will ask thing. him what he wants. Right, and right, right, right. Ground rules. If it's some if it's some bullshit, then we're just leaving. If he tries yeah. to get us to take something on the ship and won't tell us what it is, then we say no. And we're not taking a penny less than, than three hundred thousand. <laughs> Wait, three hundred we're so we're giving thirty K. Yeah, thirty K. Thirty K. Yeah. <laughs> Here's an idea. Why don't we ask written writing? A contract, for if what, you will. For what that's worth. Maybe I don't know. Baffy, can you organise some sort of psychic contract? I think I can manage that, yes. Mm, okay. Alright, yeah, so... I, I'd feel better about it if we had a piece of paper to scrumple right. up and smush through his He's face. He's an honourable man, as you say, a businessman. He kept his he word last time, for the, for the most part. Hmm. So, Baff's going to go away, and she's going to come back uh, with the with the butler in tow. Uh, he's clanking on behind her, and he's holding a pen and, a, and some paper like a notary. And she's gonna like show it to you guys and say, "Okay, so the contract states that we are allowed to know what it is. We won't take less than because he wants it. He says we have to take a cut if we find what it is. So if we do find out what it is, there has to be a cut. But if it's not dangerous, we just we could just do it. Besides, guys, we can handle whatever they throw at us. We killed a space god. I want to know exactly I what's in the box. I don't know if we killed it." We inconvenienced the space god. We definitely inconvenienced it. And then ran away. And then ran away, but I don't know if he's dead. If anything happens, I've programmed the butler to contact Radar immediately. Okay. Well, what have we got to lose? Apart from our lives. Ship. Drive. And the ship. 300 pounds of mashed potato. And our sanity and 300 pounds of mashed potato in my gravel garden. Oh no, that's definitely all gone. The mashed potato is super gone. We are not eating that. No, <laughs> no. 
Once Al's done with it, we are throwing that out the airlock immediately. Yeah, that's gone. You're not eating it, V. I know that look. <laughs> v got like a pack, a pack of like gravy granules ready to go again. <laughs> V's just like, constantly giving it the side eye every single thing. I'll eat that. I'll eat that. I can't stop V eating something. All right. So, are we all agreed? Yeah, so we're not yeah. taking less than 30,000. They're not allowed to not tell us what's exactly in the box, and I will be checking. And if the pen sets on fire when he touches it and signs his name, we're not doing it. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> I saw Little Mermaid. I knew Ursula was bad news when that happened. Hmm. <laughs> poor unfortunate soul. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we, uh, we, we pop the door back open. Ow. He's there, uh, but he's got that vacant expression again. Yo, ow. Wake up. Huh? Oh, you're back. So, uh, well, so, have uh, you had a chat? I we have. have. And um, we've come to a little bit of an agreement. We've decided to accept your offer, but a couple of grand rules. Baff, if you would like to present our employer with the contract. Of course. Uh, Baff, forward, takes the contract from the robot butler uh, and holds it up and says, uh, Clause 1, we will not take anything less than uh, 35k. Agreed. Clause two. We need to know if whatever we're picking up is dangerous to um, non-potato knife forms. Okay, I'm going to stop you there. I'm not actually a potato-based life form. No, we know. We know. Uh, you're not. We just want to know that we're going to be safe. You're also 14% gravel. Right. I, right. Do you want me to answer the clause? <laughs> uh, let's see. What else? What else? What else? Ah, yes. Our compatriot radar, he's allowed to know where we are at all times, and if anything happens, he is going to be immediately on your ass. And you don't want radar on your ass. That didn't sound right, but you know what I meant. Yeah, that sounded way cooler on paper than it did in real life. Yeah, it did, you know, it, it looked really cool on the paper when I wrote it. Yeah. Look, look, let me, let me assuage you of some of your fears. We're not here to get you killed. The last job we gave you was a sad and very rare example the situation that spiraled very rapidly out of control. That's an understatement. And for that, I'll apologise. I'll apologise. With regards to your clauses, your radar search, he's the fourth one, isn't he? The, um, the, he's the, the coyote with the funny eye in the Hawaiian shirt, yes. Yes, him. Um, <laughs> Is that shirt just canon his outfit now? <laughs> no. No. He only wears um, it on holiday. <laughs> He's never worn it, but he's always had it, and it's like that totem that you have, that one shirt you don't touch. <laughs> yeah. But Ryder's worn it. Yes, the fourth... Sorry. Hmm. No? Yes? And he sort of looks to the side. Really? Okay. Uh, yes, the, your fourth compatriot, the robot wolf thing, <laughs> will be kept assuaged of what's happening. What was your third clause? Uh, yes, whatever's in this box isn't dangerous to organic life forms. Okay, what's in the box is incredibly dangerous to organic life forms. God, crying out loud, you had one job! <laughs> I, request, I requested the specific opposite. <laughs> then let me appeal to your humanitarian side. If you do not retrieve this one. weapon system, <laughs> it's going to be used on a planet. The package itself is dubbed an anti-life warhead. It is a warhead designed to be detonated in the upper atmosphere of a biologically lush planet and break down every form of living bacteria into its constituent components. 
which is predominantly carbon and methane, at which point a simple laser blast from the ship that deployed the warhead can ignite an entire planet's atmosphere. Wait a minute. scour a planet clean in seconds. I've heard this story before. Ra- Radar's told us this story. Has he? I want one. He? How does he know about this? Oh, I don't know. It was a dream he had once. He didn't tell me any specifics. I just know lasers, methane, explosions, bad. He does talk about explosions and lasers. Yeah. Mm. Where is this this weapon going? Are you putting it into storage or something? The warheads are ancient archaeotech. Even we, the organization, arguably some of the most powerful minds in the galaxy, cannot disassemble this technology. The power used to project me into this, he looks down at the potato, corporeal form is nothing compared to what the organization can do, and yet this warhead is beyond us. So you want us to go take something even you can't deal with? Who has the warhead at the moment? His name is Arkan Beta. He's a low-life warlord from the Southern Dysphoria. Who's got his hands on an incredibly rare fight. And we don't know how. He employs some quite powerful psychic blanking. And we think it's technology, but it might be life forms that we don't know of. Hmm. It's a warlord, you just want to give it up. Hmm. How much of a garrison does this warlord have? Well, that's just it. The reason I asked you smugglers is because you could get in and out without alerting his garrisons. So you said Garrison's multiple there. <laughs> He's an interplanetary warlord. He owns several planets. You said low level. That is low level. Look at the Islanti. That's high level. Yeah, in terms of warlords, that's uh, small potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> so you want us to take an incredibly dangerous weapon from an incredibly dangerous person for 30,000 credits. 35,000 credits, B. 35,000. 35,000, and a favour. V, if we get in there real quick and real stealthy-like and just nab this thing and get out, I reckon this will be fairly easy. Can I do a culture roll if I recognise this guy's name or anything about him? Maybe he's been on the news? Yes, you know, that's a really good idea. Make a uh, culture roll. Guess who's got profession in culture? Yeah, I was going to say... Is it this bitch? Uh, It's this bitch. Uh, and that is 31. Mm. Right, so in your shopping sprees throughout the station, limited as they are, you you do it more to keep your, your hand in, you know, it's good practice. Um, mm. But the station's got some really big, like, news screens that basically play what can only be described as the intergalactic broadcast news. The IB. The IB. Hyperwave News Network. Mm. Yes. Uh, and in there, you've heard of Arkan Beta before. He's a fairly ruthless individual. Some would say the band of warriors that he leads could arguably be a cult. There have been examples akin to the Islanti in their fanaticism. Having said that, from what you've gleaned of that, that's only a small portion of his like elite guard. The rest of them would probably be mercenaries and people looking to ride his coattails. Hmm. Okay, well... Um... You also know that his ships predate along a lot of... Um, shipping lines through the southern diaspora. Uh, um, so I'll relay that to the others. Um, I have heard of him. He was on um, Hyper News uh, with uh, Chuck Benson. So, so dreamy. But anyway, he was... Uh, yeah, he's bad news. 
I guess we'd be doing the world a favor anyway if we had to take him out. Well, he's not going to be good news if he's an intergalactic warlord, is he? I mean, you know, potatoes, potatoes. <laughs> I imagine Ryder has got a really fucking dirty laugh when she wants to Yeah, <laughs> like a dinner lady like, laugh. Yeah. No, I like, like to imagine there's like this facade of like small, innocent Otto, but she's actually just really crude. Yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Right. So, uh, you do us a favor, and we get 35k if we do this. If you complete the job, yes. Is there a time frame? Not really. The sooner the better. We <laughs> Four know. months later, oh, we should do a job. Oh, yeah. We don't, we don't know if or when Arkan's going to deploy the warhead. It, it's more the threat of it. Has certainly kowtowed several planets in his immediate vicinity to him. Hmm. He's got his hands on some very, very ancient finds. All right. Here's the deal, then. If we do this, we're keeping anything else we find in his war chest. Anything else you find is up to you. I'm here to see that you get the very specifics of this job done. If you find more loot along the way that you deem valuable and it doesn't impact the mission, you're yeah, back cap, she does like a nice bit of plunder. Hmm. Honestly, it sounds like we'd be doing the galaxy a favor by getting rid of this asshole anyway. If you can find and eliminate Arkan, even better. Hmm. The warhead still needs to be recovered, and it needs to be recovered to a very safe and secure location. I think there's a lot of people who will do the eliminating for us if we get rid of his insurance policy. The final piece of the contract. You need to bring the warhead to us. Why would we need to bring it to you? You you can appear anywhere. Just come get it. You did just manifest in potato. Wait a minute, no. You're a projection, right? You're not actually here. Correct. Okay. You mean to your homeworld? No. I mean oh. to a mutual meeting point where it can be safely stored away forever. Can, can oh. we just do a um, dead drop or something? There's a lot of space out there. A dead drop can be arranged. <laughs> Better not be on Oops something actually. Don't make me laugh, I'm trying to be serious, DM. <laughs> Sorry. So just just one last thing. You called yourself B2? I'm BT, yes. Right. What is that? Last time you were out. Uh, Last time you no, were A1. No, it's, it's, it's this fun. time he's B2. Oh, not out, it was A1. And the next one will be C3, probably. Right. And then Because they're imaginative and ruiners of mashed potato. <laughs> you just saw that she pats me, so we'll get you more mashed potato, V. It's alright. <laughs> 300 credits worth. We can buy more mashed potato, V. That's what we say every time. We end up spending more than we get paid in fixing the stuff that got broke last time. V, <laughs> calm down. It's okay. You can have ice cream and sweeties after this. Alright, clause, clause number five. Any damage to ship, you guys pay for, not out of our cut. Beauty <laughs> whimpers. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we, we can we can do that. You said you wanted to know what we were? Yes. What? Look, I understand that your space is a big place and there's lots of weird things going on, but it would be nice to at least not just have to call you Sandbastard all the time. No, no, it's it's fine. Look, we, hang on. He sort of turns and he's he sort of like, you see the mouth move, but no noise comes out. And then it turns the other way and then like it, it goes on for like 30 seconds as he looks in different directions and the mouth moves. I think like he's that. muted himself. And then he looks back at you and he goes, no, we, it's, it's fine. We owe them this explanation. The organization is a group of very, very powerful psychic entity. But you must understand... Swear to God, prevent- if you do something for the greater good, 
Will you please <laughs> let me finish? <laughs> we ensure that things like anti-life warheads do not death. We ensure that the Islanti, as volatile as they are, do not leave their borders. We ensure that... As tragic as it is for the smaller picture to get trampled on in the name of the big picture, we ensure that the big picture is still around so that everyone has a universe to live in. <sighs> we feed upon psychic individuals. We have... <laughs> that thing's yeah, forced back. Everyone just looks at that. It's fine. There's a process to it. There's a selection process and a vetting process. The free races, the powerful psychers who are guilty of crimes and get put away and you don't hear about, they're put to the death. But they're given to us. And the universe is very vast. And the flow of criminals is so very, very strong that we can do this and he gestures to his potato form so they're, <laughs> they're, they're basically the, the council of good vampires rather than the bad vampires you kind of yes. um, and, they, and they get given sacrifices to keep things going for the greater good basically yes. two, two races from the, the macroverse and one is good and the other is insane and a little bit evil but they're all vampires but they're basically, all... <laughs> yeah. they're basically space shield they're psychic vampires. Mm -hmm. Yeah, psychic vampires, yeah. Oh, sorry, where was I? Um, but those criminals come to us. Uh, this, what I'm doing here, the longer I have to maintain it, the more psychic energy is required. We feed to the necessary amount we don't indulge. There. How many of you are there? In the organization? Hmm. Uh, and he sort of looks around a bit. 52. And how many outside the organization? We don't know. How many androids are there in the universe? How many Vesk? For all we know, some who have strayed from our light could have simply ceased to exist when they starved to death. They could have drifted into suns and become nothing. They could have led peaceful and pleasant lives away from our collective, taking only what they need to survive. Hmm. We don't know. With our psychic abilities, we can influence younger races, or even artificial life as yourself. But if we wished, we could block out our own kind. All right. I think we're... Uh, again, she, like, she, she's going to turn to the other I don't think we have a whole lot of choice. We, all we can really do is just get out of this with, uh, with the most we can. New ship, more cash. Um, Anything this warlord has, uh, has not nailed down. Yeah, and if I fly the ship nice and quiet-like, we may be able to get through this without firing a shot. Which would be ideal. Oh, that sounds nice. Mm -hmm. I'd say bad, then we shoot them a lot, obviously. Alright, B2. Um, I think that's everything. If you would like to sign our contract, please? I, I have a better idea. You mm -hmm. need the favour off of us, and we'll offer the favour as half of the payment up front. He does the, the whole thing where he holds his spudgy like hands out <laughs> and sort of cups them above one another and concentrates and as he does ball of light appears in the middle and then a purple light and then in the center of that a black emptiness and it holds there and then there's a noise as air is beginning to be sucked into it you can feel not entirely oral but certainly eldritch winds pulling in your clothes on your hair you summoning a void in my kitchen. <laughs> and then he closes his hands and it 
bangs out of existence and a thing drops to the floor, steaming. The mashed potato man, because <laughs> that's what he is, is, is starting to, to sort of drop a bit, like one arm's just fallen off. Um, and he looks at you and goes, that, that is our sigil. And you look at it and it's a red iron triangle with a vertical line that runs from the tip through the center. It's proper, it's a full-on even-sided triangle. I'm just going to pick it up, like look it over, and uh, look at B2 and goes, what's this? That's our signature. You, and you alone, dear lady, when you need that favor, concentrate on this. We'll arrive and do what we can. We're very powerful psychics, but we're not very good physically, as you can tell. This has taken a lot out of me. All right. Uh, she'll pocket this. Uh... Actually, she'll look it. She'll look it over first, because, like, you know, she she's a magpie. She likes looking at like pretty things. She's like, all right. This <laughs> this iron sigil doesn't have any blemishes on it. It seems to be perfectly formed. The edges are crisp. There's there's none of that indentation you get from some from an item that's forged. There's no casting marks. There's there's no tool marks on it. It's it it's perfect. She's um yeah she's she's gonna like you know marvel at the workmanship for a while before putting away and goes <laughs> wait for bath set into jewelry. It was made subatomically. <laughs> <laughs> she goes so where do you need us? Your objective being held in a storage facility in the Caladian Nebula. Ryder is going to get a mm. pen and paper and write this down. He's going to start planet. programming the roots then. There's a dwarf planet called uh, Poseidon 4. It's, uh, it's being held in the capital in a, in a compound. It's a large item. It's probably most of the size of your cargo hold. Mm. Wow. That's a bit bigger than a briefcase. Yeah, that's, that's, whoa, that's a lot bigger than we thought it was. It's designed to ruin an entire planet. It's not going to be small. All right. There's there's a few ways you can get it out. If you can get your ship close enough to it, you can just haul it in through your cargo hold. I imagine there'll be a dock there for him to load it onto his warship. It's up to you how you do it. That's it. Okay. Um, before we go, I'd like to uh, send a message um, to Radar, like leave him like a voicemail or something. But it's, it's it's just all of us like crowding around the butler. That's why it takes a message, <laughs> just like telling <laughs> thing where we're going and what we're doing, and not to worry. And if anything happens, these are the coordinates. Going on a wacky space adventure. Okay, thanks, boy. <laughs> well, Asking to pick up milk on the way back. You leave a message, but he actually radar does answer. He's like, "Hello." Oh, radar. We um. You can hear you. I'm I'm in a shuttle. What's up? Not space adventure stuff. Not space. What are you doing? Nothing. I just said not space adventurous. Oh, no, no, no. V. We've been through the set of future thing. That's not how it works. <laughs> Ryder holds up her hands like shrugging and, and, and saying nothing, and she's got like mashed potato on her hands. <laughs> it's, 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 this, this is audio only, isn't it? Oh, yeah, thank God. Oh, um. So, since this is audio only and he can't hear it, like, Bathmuth making like, like, speed it up motions of V. Like, when are we going to go for a bit and you'll be back soon? Has BT, is BT still here, or is he bugging off? No, uh, no we, don't, BT, we don't have him talking to me. It's slowly sinking back into the mash. <laughs> Alright, BT, before you go, separate the gravel from the mash. Who is BT? <laughs> mm. 
No, <laughs> if we tell Have them, it's not to go. Holiday. I'm not on a holiday. I'm on okay, a... Radar Facts, bye. Ah, uh, sorry, <laughs> See you soon, bring that milk. E.T. is slowly thinking <laughs> into the mash, and as he's going, he's like, So, you've got your objective? Any any further questions? Uh, where, where are we taking you to? Contact us on the device. It won't be, don't worry, that's not the favour, that's just how you can talk to us. Okay. I'm. I need to go now. I said, separate that gravel from that mash right now. <laughs> okay. Best of luck. Oh my god! <laughs> he doesn't do it. He <laughs> It's like a little bubble. <laughs> Did he separate the gravel from the mash? No. No. Yeah. No one. No one's touching that. We're all just like looking at the. Mash and being like, what? That's a lot of mash gone. 300 credits. Yeah, and I guess I'm going to have to find some more gravel from the Peace Garden. I mean, you can keep the gravel. The gravel's fine. It's just, you know, it's mash. It's not going to it. It's not going to rake properly. What <laughs> is it? Is that on an incoming call? Is that an incoming call? Yeah, it's radar. Oh. Don't answer that. <laughs> <laughs> we're, tell him we're in a tunnel. <laughs> 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 No, we'll pick up. We'll pick up. We'll pick up the line. Right. It's audio only again. Actually, no. We'll do visual. We'll do visual. Why not? Okay. Yeah. He turns on the visual. And it's just it's radar. He's not. What's, where's, where's he? What's he doing? He's just he's sat on what looks like a commercial shuttle. You see, Ryder appeared next to the um, next to Baffy with a piece of paper in her hands. And go, oh, sorry, Radar, it's, it's a bit of a bad line. Uh, can you speak up, please? And you can see her doing this she, again. She doesn't have it. Ryder, Ryder, what? On visual. Oh shit! Um, <laughs> bloody rubbish everywhere. V, you need to tidy the kitchen more often. Radar, darling, we we have just been given a, a job. We're going to um, we're going to steal a warhead, which is probably what? fine. It's, I wouldn't even worry, really. How's your job going? You're going to steal. Uh, who you gave know, you yeah. the job? Nobody. You know what? Just some uh, some space warlords, you know. Um... Wait, oh, why, aren't, why aren't we telling? I mean, a problem he'll tell us not to do it, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember a while ago we were given that job by the space uh, by the um, the sand bastard we told you about? You you often um, we told you about it. We were doing it. We... <laughs> You met her, you didn't tell Radar. No. That's actually, that's no actually true. We're waiting for the, the main story one. Waiting for the right moment. You're waiting for the right moment <laughs> at a party, I believe. And then... Yeah. Uh, uh, just drank. So, it's like, what? You know what? We still, what? Afimut still doesn't tell him. She goes, oh, you know, anyway. <laughs> so, um, so you called me to tell me you're getting a job done. Just so you know, we're not. You know, we haven't gone away anywhere without telling we'll you. We'll share the money yeah. with you, Radar. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Thank you for letting me know. Where are you going? Uh, yes. We're going to the uh, the Caladian Nebula. Caladian? Where the fuck? You, you it's in the Diaspora, like... the south spin part of it. The Diaspora. There's nothing out there but dust and rocks. Uh, then this will be an easy mission. You don't need to. Yeah. Worry. Yeah. We'll be fine. You can't tell me what the mission is, can you? <laughs> what? No. no! What? No! no that's crazy! That's crazy! That's crazy! Yeah, she's looking at the other guy. That's crazy, right? Crazy. Radar. He's like V's hands like inching towards the cutoff button. <laughs> right, just snaps it away. <laughs> v, it's visual. Vid feed. Don't be dumb. <laughs> no. Okay. So you're going into the diaspora on a mission you can't tell me about. 
It's not, no, it's not you. It's that we have to be careful. We don't know if it's encrypted. We don't know exactly what we're dealing with here. And we just don't need to worry. It's fine. It's, it's fine. It's top secret. It's not like, come on, it's not like we're going on a fishing holiday without you. You're just gonna, just, just go. It'll be fine. You're quite capable. I'm sure you won't need your soldier. We'll bring you. A, we'll bring you a present back. It's fine. We'll bring you a present. Okay. Oh, can you, oh, get milk. Get milk. We need bring toilet paper. Yeah. Toilet paper. And three hundred pros worth of mashed potato. Oh, and mashed potato. Yes. Get some gravel as well if you can find gravel. I, I made mashed potato on the ship last night. There should be loads of it. Uh, yes, there, there was. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's... long story. Yeah. What? Don't cut me off. Okay. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that went well. I think that went very well. Super well, super well. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh, he doesn't no. suspect a thing. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Just to be sure, though, we should stop answering the phone from now. What's it's in... me breaking the phone in half. <laughs> what's in the cargo bay right now? Junk, mostly. Is there a... Well, we're going to have to get rid of some of it. Um, B2 said that this thing was the size of Leica 7's cargo hold. Yeah, we should dump some bits. If it's just junk, we can just dump it. I guess... Okay, well, let's go into the cargo hold, go through the junk, see if there's anything we need, and get rid of anything non-essential. Well, while we're doing that, should we set the course first? We're on our way. Okay, yeah, you do that. I'll set the course up. Right. I'm going to start taking inventory. Uh, As I'm following V around, I'm pretty sure that all she can see is junk, but V's like, I oh, can't get rid of that. Oh, man. <laughs> He's just hoarding. <laughs> She's like, this is broken in half. It's half over there. Okay, um, while... It's a project. While those guys are doing that, Ryder is actually going to go down to the engine room, now that they're preoccupied, and check out the uh, engine number four. Okay, can I have an engineering roll and then a computer's roll from you, please? Yeah, you can. Engineering, okay. That's a 19 on the dice, and 11 for computers. And engineering, that's 11 again. God, Ryder. Wow. Average stats. Yep. Okay, so that's um, seven on the dice and eleven for engineering, so eighteen. All right, you tap into the computer, and the computer program that you initially accessed says everything's fine, and then you notice that V's been doing some work, and that this isn't the right program. And that there was clearly something going on, but it, the diagnostics basically won't tell you what it is. Now there's an access hatch. And there's an access hatch beyond that that V can't fit in. Okay. Ryder's going to check over her shoulder to make sure V is still occupied in the cargo bay. You can hear them, the pair of them. Yeah, arguing mm. with one or two. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I'm going to roll a perception check on the first hatch. You, you don't need to, you can don't take the time. Okay. So you, you look at the, the hatch and it's a standard access hatch. You can open it and probably go in, there's probably an access tunnel beyond it. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay, you open up. This is the the vesk size one, so there's plenty of room. You could you could walk upright in here. <laughs> right, <laughs> but this is like a crawl hatch for a vesk. Yeah, but you know, like we showed that picture of the inside of a U-boat engine room. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That's what it's like. Okay. Like the the, the white, uh, almost like chromed white exterior of the fancy engine room hub is gone. The one with these fancy chair in it. You're now in the red lit, bare metal tubing, insulation everywhere. Yeah. You know, wires, all sorts. You're in that bit. Right, is used You're... to this sort of environment. Richard is superior yes. aesthetic. It is, however, remarkably similar to your final experiences before the Islanti cut the power and boarded your first ship. It's dark. It's claustrophobic. 
And as you get to the end of the thing, there's another hatch that's your size. Okay, Ryder's going to... In fact... Steady herself. There are, <laughs> there are four of them. One for each major engine. In this sector, the, the other eight are elsewhere. Yeah, that's so true. But the number four engine, this is the number four engine access hatch. Okay. Uh, Ryder is going to switch on her flashlight on her shoulder, because yep. this is setting her a little bit on edge, and check out the hatch for engine number four. Okay. You tap in the access code for the hatch, which, as you know, is the very, 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 very secure 1111. Yep. And it opens, and in front of you, you are confronted with what I can only describe as a rotating airlock. The engines, well, this section of it is outside of the pressurized compartment of the vessel. To get on this will require your jumpsuit. Ah, okay. Uh, where is my jumpsuit? It's hung up next to the airlock. Um, yeah, Ryder's gonna slip into a jumpsuit, check the oxygen, check the pressure. Yeah. Check the seal. All good, all sealed, everything seems good. Okay. Uh, then she's get- going to acclimatize herself to the rotation of the airlock by sort of walking up the wall with her mag boots on and delicately flinging herself off at the right right angle and speed. Yeah, at this point, once do you close the airlock behind you? Yeah. You close the airlock behind you and the airlock starts to rotate to, to keep the pressure seal on the ship and to expose you to the outside atmosphere. As it does, the gravity weakens and then stops. So you're now free floating. You're, you're, you expect this. The tube in front of you is a crawl space for someone your size, but it's got handles that you can pull yourself along. Okay. Well, yeah, I'll grab the handles. All right, you grab the handles. The flashlight is doing its best to illuminate what's in front of you, but because of the way you move, your shoulder's moving a bit, so you're getting sort of flashes. That's fine. Everything's fine. You get <laughs> every two feet or so, there's basically an access window, which is just literally a hole in the tube that goes to the engine's guts. First examination, you're not too familiar with these kind of engines, but you've got a general working knowledge of Starship engines. You shine the flashlight in the first one, everything looks tip-top. Hunky-dory. Yep. You <laughs> Spiffing. shine the light into the second one, and everything looks okay. You shine your light into the third access hatch, and the first thing that strikes you is that there's a couple of broken pipes here. Hmm. And they're, they're coolant pipes, but there's no coolant in them. And if there was coolant, you'd have at least expected some kind of frosting around the edge where it hit zero atmosphere and just frozen. But there's nothing. Curious and then you make a perception. Curious, okay. That's a nat 20. Oh, wow, that's really lucky. You sort of you glance right and there's like a flashing red light. Okay. And you sort of look at it. And silhouette head against sort of the stars because you're basically looking out with that as the background right now. There's something attached to the ship by a piece of tape that's come loose at one end. On the other side of it, it looks it looks vaguely square, but it's sort of a bit lumpy. And there's something flashing, a red light on the other side of it, so you're just getting that sort of back illumination. Did that motherfucker put a bug on my ship? Did you grab it? Uh, I'm gonna roll engineering to see if I can work out what it is first. Okay, roll it, make an engineering roll. Make, yeah. no, tell you what, d20 plus your dex bonus. Okay, that's my best one. Good. Not a good roll though, so that is a 9 plus 4. That's fine, it means you don't fumble. You grab the tape and you pull it in. 
and you recognize this tape. This is the kind of stuff you can buy on the station. Right. Pulling it through. You also recognize it because V invested a, a significant quantity of the ship's funds in buying a lot of this tape to wrap around one of the coolant pipes back in the <laughs> <laughs> So you're pulling it in. Basically, as you do, this sort of lump and square thing rotates into focus. And make. A, do you have any military background? She went through operative academy school, so she'll if have she a went, little bit of it. Yeah. If she went through operative stuff, this is the kind of shit she'd be familiar with then. Uh, so I'm not going to make you roll it. We are looking at a very, very crude bomb. Oh. With a timer. Oh. Um, what does the timer say? The timer's got like 12 minutes on it. Oh! Okay. I'm going to um, get on the comms to V and Bath. Still arguing. As the, as the comms popped up, they're still like arguing. Don't. There's two of them already. Ladies, we have a problem. Right, I think that's a nice place to hold on for now. We'll continue this next time. Thank you for listening to Cosmopunk. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Check us out at cosmopunk.net and follow us on Twitter at Cosmopunks with an S. And if you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to rate us on iTunes or tell your friends. We're still new to this and your support really helps. Enjoy an outro theme, Vectrex by Reformat. Check out their album, The Singularity, at reformat.bandcamp.com. Thanks for listening again, and we'll see you in two weeks. <laughs>